0: Pomp just launched a Bitcoin Pizza company that doesn't even take Bitcoin? I live unbanked off of cryptocurrency, and I use BitRefill extensively because it lets me pay with crypto at places that don't yet accept it directly. This one service more than any other helps me live on crypto. Pay your prepaid phone bill, or buy gift cards to thousands of major retailers around the world, all with cryptocurrency, including for exact amounts so you don't have to buy more gift credit than you need for a specific purchase. You can use BitRefill without an account, but if you get an account, you can earn rewards points, which translate to savings, and you can also hold a balance denominated in dollars or euros to protect yourself against market crashes. Go to bitrefill.com, click Create Account, and enter the referral code DCN, or follow the link in the description. Well, it looks like you guys are in luck. This time the audio only version is much longer than the normal quick little five minute version. So yay, applaud yourselves. You're the ones, the real OGs on that dark, silent platform where you can't see anything. You can't comment on anything. You know, you're just scrubbing around your little RSS feeds or players or whatever. (laughs) Okay, I'll be nice. But yeah, thanks for paying attention. If you want the TLDR, me wildly gesticulating version, that's just much shorter go to odyssey and youtube and places like that to see that but for now enjoy this one so not sure if you saw but andrew pompliano aka pomp bitcoin permable and investor the guy you always see that gets on all those mainstream media news shows talking about how bitcoin's going to the moon forever he just launched some company called bitcoin pizza in memory of bitcoin pizza day And it's going to supposedly raise money for Bitcoin development. You buy your pizza and a part of that goes to, you know, pay for Bitcoin development. Pretty simple enough. Nothing bad there. The problem is it's named after Bitcoin Pizza Day, which is the first recorded instance of someone actually buying stuff with cryptocurrency. So it's a celebration of that time when people actually got to spend cryptocurrency in the real world, which is something I do all the time. But, you know, this is now. That was then. And yet he only takes fiat currency or credit cards for this project. That's pretty insane. In May of twenty ten, Bitcoin talk forum user Laszlo reported the purchase of two pizzas for ten thousand Bitcoin total, constituting what's widely accepted as the first ever commercial purchase with cryptocurrency. Commemorating this event by only accepting fiat currency is a slap in the face. And we have to kind of accurately represent the risk that this kind of action took. I mean, back in the day no one knew that Bitcoin had any value. It was just a little digital currency. People liked it. They Ran their little mining machines on their laptops and stuff back in the day. They kicked out some bitcoins. They got these little digital tokens. They copied and pasted these cryptographic addresses and sent to each other or manually typed them out. I don't know. And you know had a lot of fun. And they're like, wow, this is so cool. But it's still like, cody nerd money thingy that doesn't even isn't even accepted by anyone. No companies even behind it. It's just some like weird thing. And you're gonna say like, all right, I want to buy something with it. So let's take ten thousand of these five thousand each and just go buy some pizzas and of course you know whoever accepts the pizza takes basically they're losing the pizzas. they're getting this stuff that's worth nothing that they can't do anything with hugely experimental they just don't know just hey let's give it a try good thing it was pizzas right because if it was something else can you imagine losing that much in something that's just completely you know (laughs) something that's completely unproven And of course, now this is one of those biggest folly kind of things where people say like, wow, this guy spent all this money. All he got was pizzas. Imagine if he just hodled, which I have to say is the absolute dumbest argument ever. There is no way Bitcoin would ever receive anywhere near this amount of value that it has today without a lot of people doing exactly what they did then, which is spending it which is getting people to use it. And it would just without that sort of adoption, it would just be some little, you know, nonsense on some blockchain no one knows what a blockchain is. Like who would even care enough? Who would even investigate and be like, what is this blockchain? What is the miners doing? Why do we get why don't we get exchanges set up to buy and sell this stuff so we can just buy it? And then do nothing with it because it's going up in value for some reason. Like no one would do any of that stuff. There would be no ecosystem. There would be no value behind this. And of course, the idea is, well, why would you spend that and not your fiat? Well, why do you have fiat if you have the option to spend? And that's the thing is without constant use, this value would never have gone to where it was. So if you're spending in the early days, you're kind of taking a hit, right? But here's the thing. What if you can get more? That is the entire kind of difference with that. Because, what happens if you spend ten thousand Bitcoin on a pizza or two pizzas back in the day, and then you know, let's just say that's like twenty dollars worth. I don't know what what pizzas were going for back. I don't know what pizzas were going for back in the day. It must have been a lot less than today. But uh, then what you do is you just buy back twenty dollars of Bitcoin, which will be the same or maybe even more. The total number and then it goes up in the long term of course this is a lot harder if you're just living close to the margins but you know that's one reason why roger vera managed to become who he is today bitcoin jesus from having for actually using cryptocurrency since the beginning i mean he should be a chump right he should be an idiot he should be poor no, maybe not because he believed in it and he kept acquiring some. He wanted to be paid in it and you know that's how it works. And that's how markets work, by the way. People keep on thinking this like it's magically going to go up in value and you're a chump if you don't. Well, um, there's a reason why prices are the way they are. It's because the market as a whole values what this is at a certain amount right today. And the market is never wrong. It's not, you might disagree with it. It might be completely different, a different day. But so for example, let's just say gas prices. People don't like paying a lot of the pump, but let's just say gas prices go up. You can front run that if you're smart and buy a whole bunch of gas and just you know have spent less on it in the past. But of course, you know your currency fluctuations are different. You could your money could have been worth more in the past as well. Or what if you just weren't in a position to spend all this money on gas back in the day when it was cheaper? And so now you have to undergo financial hardships just to save for this rainy day that you know may or may not come, but let's just assume it is going to come. And then, whoa, you had all this gas, but is your life in a worse place because you did that? And then how are you gonna store it? And do you really need that much gas then? Do you know how much gas you're going to need in the future? And just all that stuff goes into price information. In the future, let's just say, what happens if the price of gas is high, but you continue to buy? Oh, you're a chump! No, you're not a chump. You still need gas today as much as you need, as much as you needed it yesterday. Possibly more, possibly less. Who knows? But that's how supply and demand and prices all work together. The same thing with Bitcoin, right? You had very little you could do with Bitcoin back in the day. It was a different Bitcoin, technologically, of course, but it was definitely different Bitcoin in terms of what you could do with it and what people cared for. It's not like, oh, I got 10,000 Bitcoins. I can just take over the world with this kind of money. It's crazy. No, you couldn't do anything with it. You could barely con someone into giving up their pizza for it. But then years later, oh, it's huge. But then what happens in another 10, 20 years? Is that big hoard of Bitcoin gonna still be worth something? Maybe, but is it gonna be worth the same? Possibly not. What about the opportunity cost? So these people with this primitive hodling mentality, I mean, absolute morons, I'm sorry, but they're only enabled to do this because the technology of peer-to-peer digital cash, of blockchain tech, of everything, decentralized infrastructure, all that good stuff is so valuable at some point when it gets properly implemented that people are willing to throw a lot of money behind it hoping it's going to go someplace and you know who knows exactly where it's going to go i think it's a great bet but it's still a bet and so you can't just be riding on this wave forever you can't just have picked the perfect technology to attach your horse to and then just make up all this nonsense about you know these properties that it has it just goes up in value man it's just what it does and you just hold on to it because then it goes higher and it's well why don't you hold on till you die right (laughs) like (laughs) you hold on forever you do nothing with it you have this big hoard of wealth you don't touch and it'll be sold to some to go on vacation what a chump it's like. I really can't believe the nonsense you hear some of these days. That's for sure. What the hell, pump? What are you doing? I get that you really believe in Bitcoin. You don't care about the other coins that might be easier to use or more friendly for transactions and stuff. But you can buy stuff with Bitcoin on chain, right? It might cost you like ten bucks for a fee to buy something. It might cost more. But you can also, you know, use the Lightning Network. That might not always be that efficient either. But you can. And who cares if every one of 99% of the people just put in their card and buy it with that? If you just say, "Yay, you can buy pizza with Bitcoin, commemorate this stuff and raise money to build more on this protocol that allowed for this to happen. Why not just do that? Otherwise, it's just a slap in the face. It's just like, you know what? Ten years ago, a brave man decided to put away 10,000 Bitcoins, which is a lot of money today. A lot of money. Bootstrap the ecosystem to get things going and just decided to take a chance and make a trade. And you're going back 11 years. You're erasing 11 years of progress and doing this kind of stuff and pretending you care about all this stuff. It's like, man, I get that the guy's a grifter, but that's such an insult. And of course, as I mentioned earlier, to be fair, Bitcoin is pretty difficult to use these days. It's hard to pay those nasty fees for just a pizza or two, and it's hard to get on Lightning. You might have one of those lightning wallets that works a little bit better that you can receive directly into without having a balance currently and all the other stuff right yeah it sucks yeah it's not something that everyone's going to use today or maybe even ever but there are plenty of custodial solutions that will allow you to take cryptocurrency payments like bitcoin and like the lightning network they exist today and custodial is not the way to go however a credit card processing company is custodial to the max so why don't you just accept custodial Bitcoin or something? Say, hey, pay with your Coinbase account. Just transfer on their private ledger, their custodial Bitcoin to your custodial Bitcoin. Like, okay, that's not real crypto transactions, but at at least you're trying, but just no excuse at this point. Of course, the difficulty of running Bitcoin infrastructure or participating in it as a payment system today It's not the way it used to be, of course. It really is the reason why things are the way they are today. Just be very frank with that. There's a reason why people like Pomp aren't trying to use it. And it's not just because they're lazy. And it's not just because they're posers. And, you know, it's not just because no one wants to be the first to use this kind of crazy technology and just go through all the difficulty if you don't have to. It is all those things. He is lazy, he is a poser, and it is difficult to kind of get started on something that no one else is really using or a few other people. It's, you know, emerging tech. But it's also, as Bitcoin stands today, as far as a transfer of value and wealth, it's not a very efficient system. There are efficiencies that it still has, which are crossing borders, for example, crossing jurisdictions. When you move a dragon's hoard worth of this stuff, it's not that expensive on-chain, You know, there's, and as far as finding, and as far as having the auditable ledger of who owns what, where all the money supply is, all that stuff, it's pretty, I guess would say pretty efficient in showing that whole thing. And that's, and those are some of the reasons why it became popular to begin with, but the actual transfer in any kind of other way is absolutely not efficient these days. And I don't know if it's by design or not, which is, this is back this goes back to the whole big block small block conspiracy thing about oh did mastercard pay people off to do this okay maybe maybe not who cares the thing is it is the way it is today and people throw all their eggs into the lightning basket and the lightning basket is not yet working out and what was it, the lightning white paper 2015 or so so we're like six years in and it's still really clunky and the thing is people have seen the value of bitcoin go up and up because the value of all cryptos have gone up but bitcoin is the big one that people have heard about and it's the safe stable one according to what people know and it's just been going up so it's like well this must be working out and it pays to be a bitcoin grifter today <laughs> as i much I hate to say it like that it pays to be the kind of guy that just says insensible money lays rise and all this kind of stuff it pays off And that's why people are doing it to be honest, because it does pay off. And they talk about all this cool stuff about the tech, but they don't touch the tech because it's hard to use. And this kind of discord between this separation between what they say and what they actually know, such believe, slash think, is just growing all the time. But it's okay because they're kind of vindicated by the price going up and by people liking it and just getting more appeal and stuff eventually at some point there's going to be a little bit of a correction with that where you're going to start seeing it not keeping on going up or people demand more actual usage like you can say well lightning network is eventually it's going to be several years since they're talking about it and it'll still be like well some people use it in a proof of concept way but the average person is not gonna be able to use it. It's just too difficult, it's too annoying. Or you're going to do oh, like, you know, or hush tones, and then it's going to be some large hub and spoke system that it will have developed by then. And you can use Lightning efficiently, let's say, but it's through a big custodial platform that then makes headlines for banning a bunch of people. And then you just start saying, oh, you can run your own note. It, eventually, these kinds of grifters and pundits are going to start being caught in a corner. And when they're caught in a corner, Then they're going to have to, you know, defend themselves and actually say, well, I don't actually run a note or I tried that this or then they're going to ask the other people who've been telling them about all this stuff. What do I do? What do I do? I'm kind of caught. And at some point, you're going to have to sort of hand wave away and just say, well, I'm not the sign, I'm not the technical expert or whatever. Oh, look, other thing. And then focus a lot on, you know, fiat system, on inflation, other things, which you notice a whole lot of crypto people whole lot, especially Bitcoin people, they're really drilling hard on the old financial system about like this sucks, this is the way it is, inflation, money printer go burr, all this kind of stuff. All very valuable things to highlight, I might note, but it's kind of telling that that's all they can talk about because the alternative is, oh, talk about Bitcoin, talk about how it works. There's only so far you go with that until people start asking too many questions. So always be on the attack. That's kind of what you sort of see from all this. Speaking of actually using this stuff, There's a lot of a wake-up call that I'm sure that people can have when they do try to use this stuff, but they won't try to use this stuff because they have no need to. But here's where the Doge father comes in. Good old Elon Musk comes in, and not only does he start shilling Doge to have fun or whatever, but he starts talking smack about Bitcoin the way it works, and he starts saying, well, first of oh, all, energy expenditure and, you know, whatever, which is a little bit nonsense. But he starts pointing out now people are actually looking at the way the network works and people are yelling at him for all this kind of stuff. And then he mentions, oh, like one miner he has like 25 percent hash rate or more. And then, oh, it's so decentralized. haha." And then people are like, oh, man, I didn't want to get hit in the face with that fact. But there it goes. Wham right in the face. That's, you know, I have to kind of acknowledge that. And then. People think, oh, this guy must be, he's what, the richest man in the world or something? He must be really smart. He's on all these like podcasts and things acting like the smartest guy in the room. And so he probably is legitimately very intelligent. And so what he looked into Bitcoin kind of, and he, he's the one who's not afraid to speak his mind. It just says, oh, it doesn't work out. It's, you know, it doesn't work out because of X, Y, and Z. Now, all of a sudden you got to say, well, no, it does work out. But then you, all of a sudden, people aren't taking your word for it anymore. They're just, Oh, how does it work out? And then you got to start using it, which is the same sort of thing with Doge, although it's kind of funny how the jokes about Doge are a little bit different in that, you know, if people start saying, hey, Elon, this doesn't work as advertised, what happened? He's just like, I'm just tweeting about Doge, I'm having a good time, you know? He doesn't have to bear any responsibility for that stuff. But as far as everyone else, people are jumping on the Doge wagon like crazy. And I've noticed that there's a lot of demand for actually trying to use the stuff now, which is hilarious because people don't really think that's what Bitcoin's for. When they get on Doge, you just think, oh, wow, it's the fun meme coin. I can send it everywhere. We want to take Doge. You know, we want to take Doge. And then they realize the fees are extremely high right now because the price went up and they didn't change like the one Doge per transaction minimum fee or whatever. And then they are starting to realize that the infrastructure is not there to really work that well and then over time of course that just i think you know the doge Fat's going to be over eventually you know and then once it's over people start looking around though they found that the doge emperor had no clothes what about the bitcoin emperor so i think it's interesting how in the old days no one cared about bitcoin then some people cared but then the expert type people would say like oh i don't know it's like snake oil or something and people get all mad at them for that but then they'd say it was kind of a different kind of mad. It was like a, a gleeful mad, like hi ah, you're you're dumb, but you know we'll show you because we really know you're a dumb boomer and stuff." And then Elon Musk was one of the men of the people, so to speak. He was the nerd. He was the memester. He was into all this cool progressive stuff, and I don't mean politically progressive, but I mean like he was into all like the, the you know the future, the electric cars, we're gonna go to Mars, we're gonna live forever, all this kind of stuff. Flamethrowers for everyone. He was quote our guy. And he then ends up casting doubt on Bitcoin from not only a position of being one of the biggest celebrities slash business magnets in the whole world, but from the position of being someone who's smart and technological and used to be in the payment space and kind of understands the stuff to a certain extent. I mean he's not like technologically illiterate about this stuff. He isn't like, but what is it backed by or any of that boomer nonsense. And now he's casting criticisms and ooh, that house of cards starts to kind of shake out and kind of go down. It's kind of sad to see, but it's, you know, a worthwhile reckoning as it were. This was bound to happen. So where does this go with the whole pizza day thing? Well, I think at some point it's going to become super embarrassing. Like, Right now you can still get away with, oh, it's pizza day, people just love the Bitcoin meme and they have some in their Coinbase account or whatever, and then they get to go buy their pizza with their credit card like they always did. But at some point, there will be enough people spending crypto that if you're one of those people that has like the boomer experience that you just cannot use you only can use boomer money here, it's it's going to be I don't even know if it's really gonna matter that much as far as too many people. Not being able to spend their favorite cryptocurrency at some of these places. But I think it'll be the huge, like, ha ha, boomer, you don't even take it. And right now, there's a crypto backlash going on against POM. But like outside the very small crypto sphere, there's just a lot of people who just will not care or even notice. They just think, oh, Bitcoin pizza raised money for the, okay, yeah, sure. And they don't even know. But in the future, this is going to be the epic boomer move. It already is, I think. But it's just going to be everyone mercilessly mocks you if you can't figure out your crypto payment solution. And eventually, especially if you're like, oh, I only take Bitcoin. Or I take these other ones that only BitPay or Coinbase Commerce takes or whatever. Eventually, that stuff is just going to not be enough. And then, you know, time moves on. Tech moves on. Pomp might be like the star that everyone wants to get on the TV to talk about the crypto stuff going up and down and all that stuff. But eventually, people are going to see him for what he is kind of a little bit of a grifter and a phony. And at least that's my opinion. But hey, enough rambling, I guess, huh? <sighs> well, you know how it is. Grifter is going to grift, Pomp's going to pomp, and OGs are going to keep on spending cryptocurrency as they have. Since day one, at any chance, whether it profits them or not, because it does profit them because it allows them to live as free people, not begging people's permission for any money that the government wants to track and control. They can just live freely. And that, you know, that's its own kind of a benefit. Which, by the way, this is a great shilling point. Look up how to live on crypto. This channel, wherever you're watching this, YouTube, Odyssey, whatever, just in quotes, how to live on crypto. And I actually show you. How to live on crypto so you don't have to be a pomp you don't have to be a chump you can actually use this stuff for what it was meant to be and just give it a try and i don't care if you use 80 90 credit cards and all that stuff in your life just try something so yeah have fun and i'll see you guys pretty soon i suppose spend your crypto don't be a chump thanks so much for listening if you enjoyed the podcast, subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and donate to support the show by going to my Cointree page. That's cointr.ee slash Links, and leave a message with your donation. Check out the show's sponsors. Live on crypto with BitRefill. Buy absolutely anything with crypto with Shop and Bit. Avoid content censorship with Odyssey. Protect your privacy online with NordVPN. Get paid to search with PreSearch. All links are in the show notes.